have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in what God is doing on this Wednesday morning. I want to give a big shout out to each and every one that's listening to us on this Wednesday morning. Happy Wednesday. We are going to make our day count when? On this Wednesday. We are going to do something good when? On this Wednesday. So our encouragement today as you grab your coffee and ready to study the Word of God, that delay and uh, it should keep you back. Find out why this thing is delaying. Why this thing has been held up? Find out why. Because there's a why in it. Is it for my good or is it a bad thing? And if it is for my good, then I am at peace because it is coming to pass. But if this delay is not designed by God, then I should fight. I should fight and resist that spirit that is holding that which belongs to me on this Wednesday morning. We've been in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 1, and we've been looking at the life of Hannah, a woman who the Bible says was barren. The Lord had closed her womb for a time, and she had a desire to have a child. But when she came into the realization of the purpose for the child, that's when things changed. That's when she received peace in the situation. That's when she trusted that in due time her womb would be open. She had to see the value in what was going to come forth through her, not just, uh, oh, I want a child, I want a child. Mm -hmm. She had to have the realization of the purpose for the child, and she makes a vow unto the Lord of the purpose for the child. She now sees the value in her motherhood. She now sees the value in the production through her womb to release a person into the earth realm to fulfill their desire in the part of the lineage to build the kingdom of God. So she saw the value. When we see the value in things, we behave differently. When we're driving a car that we perceive as valuable, we drive it differently. We park it differently. When we're wearing shoes that we perceive as valuable, we walk differently. We're not cutting the grass. We're not jumping the ditch in the shoes that we perceive as valuable. So when we have the realization of the value, the intention, that God has put within, put within us, you know, the, the places where we find ourselves, the things that our hands are doing. When we find the value in it, when we find the purpose in it, when we know that God wants to work through it, that's when the spirit of delay can no longer stay. We know the value. She knows the value now in what she was doing. She was no longer a woman who was just barren and being provoked. She saw the value and what was going to come through her womb. She saw the purpose now for Samuel, and she made a vow unto the Lord, which she willingly fulfilled. In 1 Samuel chapter 2, starting at verse 18, But Samuel ministered before the Lord, even as a child, wearing a linen ephod. Moreover, his mother used to make him a little robe and bring it to him year by year when she came up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. And Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife and say, The Lord give you descendants from this woman for the loan that has given to the Lord. 
Then they would go to their own home. And the Lord visited Hannah so that she conceived and bore three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, the child Samuel grew before the Lord. Now Eli was very old, and he heard everything his sons did to all Israel, and how they lay with the women who assembled at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. So here she is. She's seeing her son year by year. And every time she goes up to see him, she's bringing a robe. So the robe starts at one size. Each year, as she goes up, she has to increase the size, the capacity of the robe because her expectation is that as the child is growing and developing physically, the child is also growing and developing spiritually. So her expectation, if we could just come in to the heart of Hannah, as each year she's at home in her own place and during the process of the year, She's creating this robe for him. She's sewing this robe for him. And, you know, it's a, a more work then than it, is, than it is now when we're working with pre-designed, you know, prefab material and such. So she's creating, she's making this robe, and she's doing it throughout the year. And her expectation is that each year when she goes and she sees her son, she goes and see, she sing, sees Samuel, and she brings thanksgiving. And she goes from a heart of gratefulness onto him her expectation is that he is increasing in all that god has for him and to do and every time she goes she's receiving the blessing and she's coming back and she's conceiving again so every time she goes up with a grateful heart every time she goes up in an act of worship she's coming back and her family is being multiplied back to her so so we must we must look increase Watch this. There's a spiritual part, aspect of the Bible, and there is a practical part. And we can see Anna did this here. She carried both out, the spiritual part and the practical part. Every time she goes up to the temple, she brings a robe. That's the practical part. And she's going to do the spiritual part. But that's a reminder that this this kid that that she bore is of great significance. That she Samuel is going to be a man of great significance, and the robe is signaling that that there is an assignment on your life, young man, and the mom is making sure that he don't get away from it. He don't get he don't go astray from his assignment. And it's so awesome as we read that this morning. So when we think of the the separation, when we think of the practical, the natural part, here we have a child who's separated from his family. He's separated from his parents. He's put into the training, into the service of the Lord at a young age. And if we come now into the mind of Samuel, there's a lot of ways he could think about the situation. You know, his parents are coming to see him once a year. He knows that his parents are going back to their home where his brothers and sisters are, and he's not there. But he's been, he was with Hannah when he needed to be with Hannah. Now he's with Eli when he needs to be with Eli to be molded into the great prophet of which he grew into. The assignment was seen on his life, and then he had to be reared in such a way that he will be able to fulfill all that God desired for him. 
it to do in the earth, his assignment. He was powerful. The things that Samuel did, he was the one who um, anointed David, David in yes. the house of Jesse. He had to be able to prophetically see when Jesse presented a whole bunch of sons. He had to be able to prophetically see with boldness. No, you have another son. They all have not been presented unto me, even though Jesse did not present David at first. So Samuel, he was trained up in such a way to fulfill the call on his life. But there was a period of separation that he went through from his family. So a lot of times, you know, he, you know, people may not understand, well, why did this person leave or why am, am I not with this person? Well, God has you exactly where he needs you, and there's purpose to be found in the place where you are. There's value to be found in the place where you are. There's something that God is working in this time, and everything that you need is there. He had his parents the time that he needed his parents. He had Eli the time that he needed Eli. And we can even look at Eli and say, here, his own sons were running wild. So he was not given the correction or was not being received from his own sons. But he was able to still impart into Samuel. He was able to do his part in the line of Samuel. And the the thing from some from birth, from the time that Samuel came into this world, uh, the assignment of his life was placed upon him by his mom. Remember, the mom took him back to the temple and give him back to God. As she says, and Eli says, let the word be what? Established. Let, let, let the word of God be established. Let it be done. And she constantly reminding this kid that there is a special assignment upon your life. And she brought the robe to him, for him year by year by year. And that's a strong reminder that God's plan must be fulfilled upon your life. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, starting at verse 1, Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in, in those, those days. days. There was no widespread revelation. revelation. And it came to pass at that time why Eli was lying down in his place, and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see, and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was, and while Samuel was lying down, that the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here yeah, I am. So he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he said, I did not call you. Lie down again. And he went and lie down. Then the Lord called yet again Samuel. So Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. He answered, I did not call, my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, Lord. nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. 
Then the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I will do something in Israel at which both ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. And I want to draw attention to there's two places where it says that they were lying down in their place. place. Samuel was lying down in his place in verse 9. And in verse 2, Eli was lying down in his place. So they were both in their place. They were both in position to hear what the Lord was saying. Eli was in his position to be able to coach Samuel, to bring him um, into his hearing, to bring him into um, the revelation that God was talking to him, that it was the voice of the Lord that he was hearing. And Samuel was in his place to be able to hear. They were both in their place. They were both in alignment to bring forth the next that God was doing in the life of Samuel and also in the life of Eli. So they were both in their position. They were both in their place. What if Hannah would have withheld him and said, well, thanks, God, I got him now, so let me just not fulfill my vow. Let me just keep him. He is my child after all. You know, she could have did that, but then he wouldn't have been in his place. His place was there in the place with Eli for that time so that the Lord could begin to train him up and to minister and to do a new thing said that the revelation was rare. The word of the Lord was rare in that time. And in that very time is when God was calling a great prophet, was calling Samuel forth in a time where it didn't seem like it would work. God was calling him forth and training him up in order to establish his word and his work in the earth realm. I want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard in the city of Cocoa, 10 a.m. Sunday morning. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Cocoa. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count.